Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today is going to be a little bit different of an episode because if you saw my latest YouTube video, you know that I basically announced to the world that I got sober and didn't tell anyone. And I'm sure you've watched that video by now. So this is not going to be me repeating the exact same shtick. But obviously I went into that video without really any plan or expectation and I'm going to share a little bit more insight and my reaction and just share a little bit more with you guys because it does definitely relate to this podcast as well. So if you already watched the video, I promise you it's not going to be me repeating information. You guys know I have so much to say always. So there is definitely more, well, a little bit more to the story. We'll get into it. Don't worry about it. But before we get into the juicy juiciness of my personal life and details, let's get into best mood and worst mood of the week. Obviously, my best mood this week was just feeling like a weight was lifted off my chest. I mean, there were so many best moods because it really started in the beginning of the week feeling that weight get super, super heavy. So making that video for me, basically telling everyone that I'm sober and I'll get more into the details of it because it obviously is such a big best mood. But truly, the biggest and best was having that weight, that physical feeling and that emotional thing just totally being lifted from me. It was such a great feeling to just have the relief and just get it over with something that I really wanted to be able to be honest about and open about but was really, really nervous. And so obviously having all the positive feedback come my way it was just an absolute best mood I love when I have a really good best mood and I'm always like and don't worry there is a worse mood but that's the whole point of why we do this segment every week is to show you guys you're always going to have a best and a worst and it is totally okay to acknowledge both and reflect on both and grow through them and you can never have an expectation of having only best moods all week. There's always going to be something big or small because we're all human. I just feel like I constantly need to remind you guys of that because I don't know. I think maybe you're like me and you're super hard on yourself. Mm, dare I say. But it's always great when the worst mood isn't too bad, right? And my worst mood this week was just feeling overwhelmed. It wasn't anything super horrible. I think speaking of being hard on myself, when something really great happens, my natural next instinct in order to protect myself is to kind of prepare for the worst because things are so good. Of course, you want to, you know, put your guard up. It wasn't happening too crazy. I definitely had some anxiety like coming in, a little bit of feeling of overwhelmed. And I think it's a combination of two things. I think one, it is that 
natural human instinct I have in myself to protect myself from like when things get bad and just like potentially plotting out worst case scenarios, which is not always healthy. And then another part of feeling overwhelmed with like, I am starting to feel better and get my shit together like little by little every day, every week, and still the world's not exactly getting their shit together either. So it's almost like this like conflicting feeling and mood of like, okay, I'm making steps forward and I'm having growth and I'm having progress, but I still can't leave my house and the news is still horrible. And so it's it's a little bit overwhelming when you're kind of like, what am I supposed to be doing? What should I be doing? What should I be feeling? And I found that in order to combat that worst mood is to tell myself per usual, I'm okay. It's going to be okay. Stop making things out of nothing. Enjoy the good things that are happening and don't self-sabotage. And even I was thinking, what if I self-sabotage? And it's like, I am not even self-sabotaging yet, but I'm setting myself up for when I do and it's making it worse in general. So I was just like, stop all negative patterns of thought. You're having a really good moment. Ride it out ride the wave. It's okay. You're going to be okay. It's not like you have to feel guilty for being happy. So that's just kind of like a little bit of an overwhelming mood. I think it started creeping in towards the end of the week. Obviously, there was a little bit before I even uploaded the video, but things got so great that I forgot about those few days. Let's jump into mood boosters because I think I have a good amount for you guys. And a total mood booster for me you guys know has been kind of getting my look together snatching up that face and you guys know I love a bold brow I've been using the Anastasia Beverly Hills products for years I mean as an OG YouTube beauty guru I've been on the train okay and since I'm keeping my makeup look really really simple brows are more essential than ever because we're either working from home or we're just doing a few things in our beauty routine and you can never not do your brows even if you don't do anything else and you're just getting on a quick zoom, you literally just throw a little bit of powder, a little bit of mascara, quick chapstick and brows. Brows transform your entire look. They change like the expression on your face and a well-shaped brow is like the holy grail because nothing else looks or feels right on your face when your brow game is not under control. I could literally do an entire makeup look and then realize I forgot to brush up my brows with the Anastasia Clear Brow Gel and it's it's like I might as well have not even have gotten ready. So I actually do keep a Anastasia Clear Brow Gel in my on-the-go bag because that's how psycho I am like if I have no makeup on or if I have makeup on I always have this clear brow gel on it just it totally changes my face I don't know if that's just me but I feel like it's everyone if you don't know Anastasia Beverly Hills they are the number one U.S. brow brand they have been the first name in brows for over 30 years for naturally beautiful fuller looking brows when I'm doing a more glam look I use their brow Wiz. it's the number one U.S. brow product and one brow Wiz is sold every nine seconds across the world so god bless that we're all looking snatched I just use it to detail my brows a little bit adding some extra dimension it gives you that like natural hair like stroke so it doesn't really look like I'm doing anything crazy but it definitely defines my brow more and no matter what I always finish with the clear brow gel it's really flexible it holds all day it has a flake free formula that locks your brows in place with a soft and flexible hold that doesn't look crunchy or slick it's really cool because the clear brow gel also has hyaluronic acid which creates a plumping effect for natural fuller looking brows these products are so trusted so beloved so iconic they all are curated with intense attention to detail and specific purpose go to anastasiabeverlyhills.com today and use promo code mood to get 15 percent off your first order that's A N A S T 
A-S-I-A, beverlyhills.com. You'll get 15% off your first order. Just use promo code MOOD at checkout. My next mood booster, I had a little bit of trouble this week thinking about mood boosters because I felt like I had some broad ones and I had some small ones and all the little things in between. So here we go. Let's figure this out together. My first mood booster is reading again before bed. And I took a really big break from reading. It's never intentional. Sometimes it just ebbs and flows. It's totally good. But I just, I, I know I talk about reading all the time and I talk about my Kindle all the time, but I like to just like make it known when I've taken a break and when I'm back on the boat. And hey, I'm here. I'm reading again. I think why I love the Kindle too is you can always see your progress and like where you are in books. And it's so much easier to like go back to a book later and not feel so guilty that you have this like physical, tangible thing laying around your house and it's a waste of like paper and space. So therefore, it's much easier to like flip between books. And so I made a book list of all these books that I want to read. I have one up on the blog right now. You can just go to laurenelizabethinc.com. There's one that I have on pre-order, but since like I do have some books that I haven't fully finished. I'm kind of going through those right now. And it sucks because it's like I can tell that I'm not fully back into reading because I'm not reading like the best books, but they're not bad. I just sometimes you just get like so into it, which is why reading is so amazing. So basically the mood boosting isn't the actual like book that I'm reading. It's the fact that I'm doing it before bed. It's really helping me get off my phone. I was staying up really, really late for a few weeks just on TikTok, on Instagram, on anything that I could just kind of distract myself with and so it's really nice getting that habit back of reading before bed it helps me fall asleep so much you guys it's so much different than being on your phone and even on the kindle it's like totally not the same kind of light situation on your eyes it's so easy to fall asleep so I'm reading a book called the other misses right now I think when I started it it was like a little dark because it kind of starts off in this like ugly house that this woman doesn't want to be moving into and like that's not always the vibe you kind of want like a thriller that also is glamorous so this doesn't really start off glamorous at all and I guess the reason why I'm not loving it is because I'm kind of confused about what's going to happen like it almost feels like I'm not supposed to trust the narrator but they've given me no reason not to trust her and then there's just a couple other characters and I'm like okay give me give me more give me more give me more free Britney but I do have a lot of good books on the horizon so I'm excited to just kind of clear house a little bit finish some books that maybe I need to finish but there's never pressure sometimes you're just not in the right mood and that's what we're here for my next mood booster I mentioned this last week but I wanted to give another honorable mention better booch the kombucha has become my absolute favorite kombucha you guys obviously know now that I'm sober yay so exciting so weird to still talk about but I don't know why this kombucha I'm addicted to it the ginger flavor better booch it comes in a can I'm literally after this going to order a case from Amazon because I keep wanting to run to the store to get it like I I, I don't know why it's like literally my favorite kombucha I think it's my favorite I've tried in a really long time so I'm absolutely obsessed if you love kombucha like me but you don't want it to taste weird and you don't want it to like have weird culture in it better booch my next mood booster is lists I'm back on my iPad making lists I feel like I was saying getting overwhelmed is something that can totally be a worst mood and a great mood booster to feel on top of that is lists. Sometimes my mind just starts racing at 100 miles per hour and I can't keep all my thoughts together or my to-dos. I want to make sure I'm on top of things. And even though at the end of the day, I know I'm probably going to remember everything, it just is such a nicer way to live when I just write it down and my brain doesn't have to constantly remind me. So I've been back on my list game, trying to make a little bit of more organizational schedules. You guys know I love my iPad. I love doing that kind of stuff. But specifically, the mood booster right now is actually just like 
lists in a way of like they're actually kind of unorganized. It's like when a creative thought or something comes up and I just really want to get it out of my brain in a positive way throw it on a list and it's actually been helping me just kind of like stay sane when things maybe start feeling like a little overwhelming that was not grammatically correct my next mood booster is the beneath the mask heel whipped souffle and this is one of the black owned businesses that I found when I was making a big Instagram highlight for you guys a few weeks ago and I am just absolutely obsessed with this I think I mentioned it on the podcast I definitely showed it in a YouTube video but I'm about to order the large size of it it literally is incredible I have the driest skin I love body products that are really really effective and this one is just so so luxurious extra over the top incredible it's definitely not an everyday lotion it's like this really really rich souffle And oh my goodness gracious, I'm just obsessed with it. I've been like lathering my legs up with it and it's been so nice. They've needed it so bad, especially from being outside, being in the sand and they are just an incredible company. I just put it on before the podcast and I was like, oh my God, I need to put this in the mood boosting section because not only are you supporting black business, but you're also literally getting the legs of your dreams for summer. And I love the smell. The packaging is totally my aesthetic. It's honestly just a 10 out of 10 all around. And my final mood booster, I mentioned weeks ago that I loved making candles and I have literally had the same candles for that long. I just went in my Gmail to find the exact brand name for you guys because I was like, wait, this needs to be a mood booster too because these candles are just, I'm like in shock. They're incredible. I've had them for like, what, two months now? That's crazy. And that that they're not like already done and it's like essential oils and I made them myself it's called wooden wick co and you can literally buy everything you can buy a candle kit you can buy the candle jars you can buy the wax by itself the essential oils by itself and I did two different kits I did one that's more of like a vanilla ambery tobacco kind of thing and then I did one that's more like rose and literally they're both still going strong I think maybe it's because it's the wooden wick they're a little bit harder to light but I've kind of figured it out because I didn't really love wooden wood candles before but these ones are actually really high quality I literally lit one yesterday and it made my whole house smell so good I was just like I need to remember what this name of the brand is and I need to tell people on one of my platforms and here I am telling you wooden wick co make your own candles it's still a fun hobby You can literally just buy the wax and essential oils and like pour it in a vase or a cup or a mug or a jar, like get creative with it. But these smell so good and they clearly last forever. They really like light up the entire room. Like I just, the quality is freaking amazing. Obsessed. I want to make more. I need to keep making candles. Hold me to it, you guys. Before we jump into our little current mood topic, I want to talk to you guys about Thrive Market. I actually placed my order yesterday because I am not enjoying going to the grocery store. (laughs) What if I told you you could get high quality organic and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying now and help out families in need? That's what I'm doing since I discovered Thrive Market. As a proud Thrive Market member, I get the products I love and my paid membership provides a free one for someone in need. Like, low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets like paleo, keto, plant-based, delivering the highest quality organic and non-GMO food. They also offer clean beauty and 
bath products, pet staples, and non-toxic cleaning products, plus ethical meats, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. What I love about Thrive Market is I made my cart the other day. I also had my brother throw in a few things because we lived together, but I loved just like knowing the snacks that I constantly want in the house. And I feel like it's just, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to go to the grocery store. I never know what I need, but at least I always know what snacks I like. And I love seeing the savings on Thrive Market. I love that it saves me money. I love that I don't have to go to the store. I love that it makes me feel like I have a routine, like I'm always on top of it. I always have snacks in my house. I never have to worry about it or make a grocery when I don't feel like. I mean, just, oh my God, it's so easy to shop on there. I'm obsessed with it. As a member, I'm saving 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. My order is always over $49, so yay. Not only do I feel great about getting a deal on my favorite clean organic products, but I also feel really great about helping to support families who need it. In addition to membership matching, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. You can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. Try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com mood. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com mood to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 toward your first order. Thrivemarket.com mood. As you know, obviously I posted a video on Friday explaining that I got sober six months ago, didn't tell anyone, and finally felt the urge to talk about it publicly. I think a big reason I finally felt ready to talk about it Well, there's two reasons. One, majority of people that are close to me in my life know about it. I I don't know. I just, it was something that was really, really scary and really, really hard. And I did not feel comfortable telling people in real life. And so it took me a really long time to tell people like slowly but surely and to a point where I started feeling really confident about it. And I think also reaching and getting close to six months and then having important people in my life be supportive and in the know about it, I finally was feeling really, really strong and confident in my sobriety. And obviously the first year you get sober, it's really, really hard because you're experiencing a year for a first time in a state of not being intoxicated. And when you're going through the program, there's obviously a lot of steps and a lot of work that needs to be done. And You know, a big reason a lot of people drink, including myself, is a coping mechanism and to drive out fear and to feel better and to escape and to not have to feel certain feelings. And so for me, putting in all this work was really, really hard, but at least I finally started reaping the positive benefits. And I started finally seeing the impact that sobriety had on my life in such a positive way. And I was celebrating it so much in real life. And I felt like I was so disconnected from some of my platforms and my content because when I'm vlogging and I'm showing what I'm drinking, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, there was this weird lingering feeling in me that I was being dishonest and I wasn't being open and that I wanted to be able to share certain stuff, but oh wait, no one knows that I'm sober, so how am I gonna like work around that or whatever? I kind of just had the realization like after my birthday that I think I was ready and I thought it was like time to just make a video. I had no expectations. My biggest intention was to get it off my chest and then to hopefully shed some light for people that have followed me and been invested in my vlogs and just different forms of media. And I think that I've always been really open and honest on my platforms. So for me to keep something that was now so positive from my audience that knows about my struggle 
struggles with anxiety, depression, chronic illness, like all that stuff. I was like, I mean, we might as well just add it to the fucking list. Like they might as well know this too. And I felt really, really comfortable being open with it. So it wasn't like, oh, you don't have to share everything with your audience. Do you know how hard it was to keep this for six months? Like having to save my best and worst mood every single week and having to like have mood boosters or learn new things or topics or talking to guests and just all that stuff and not being able to be fully 100% myself like yes I was always being authentic and I was always being honest but there was always this little lingering thing where I wanted to be doing even more and being even better and it was almost like holding me back and I think a big reason this relates to the podcast is because the podcast was a huge trigger I guess for me in my sobriety when I started the podcast I was drinking And I was drinking a lot and I was, I think, clouded in a lot of my thinking with the drinking, obviously, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I never really took the time to figure out what I wanted to do because I just was either drinking or whatever. And so when I launched the podcast, I mean, a lot of you, I'm sure, remember that the cover art was me with a glass of wine on it. And I think when I got sober quickly after the podcast launched, I think it was a combination of two things. One, I was getting negative feedback on the podcast while I was sober. I also was trying to keep up with the same persona or ideas that I thought I wanted back when I was drinking. So it was this really, really weird situation of like, okay, I launched this podcast. I have a cover art of me drinking. I started recording the podcast when I was drinking. I was drinking to record the podcast. And now I'm sober and I don't relate to that anymore, but I'm going to keep it up. And then when I got the negative review, I think why it triggered me so much and why I was so upset is because I was already starting and beginning to grow and evolve into this next chapter of my life. And the podcast didn't reflect that. And it was created in such a uh, a toxic space in my life. I felt like my character was being judged and that no one really knew what was going on behind the scenes. And if they did, they would realize that it, there's so much more to the story. And so the first thing I did after kind of that like little bit of a breakdown was I changed the cover art. And a lot of people just thought that I was like entering this new chapter. I mean, I obviously said on the podcast that I was sorry and that I expressed my feelings like in a very vulnerable and just clouded headspace. And the next step for me, at least to heal, was to take that photo off the cover art of this podcast because I didn't identify with it anymore. And I felt like I had to be someone I was trying very hard not to be and so once I removed that and I changed the cover art and I started focusing more on the podcast in a uh, positive headspace I wouldn't even say positive I would just say more honest headspace because the first couple months of sobriety were really really fucking hard even going into the pandemic was really really hard I mean it's like an alcoholic stream to like be stuck inside and have no responsibilities and have no rules And so I guess for me, I started at least using the podcast as a really positive resource and a positive outlet. And I just decided to say fuck it and do what I wanted in the moment. And I think it's been really beneficial. I think it's really helped me grow and it's really helped, you know, you guys really see what I care about and what I think. And I think that moods are always different and they're fun and there's ups and there's downs. And I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't share with you guys like a really real and big mood in my life which has been 
sobriety and getting sober and you know I think it goes to show you never know what's happening behind closed doors because like I've been in recovery for six months while literally churning out an episode a week or sometimes missing one doing vlogs like showing my life to you guys but not showing like a huge huge instrumental part of my life that's helping me heal and grow so I thought that like especially to the podcast listeners I kind of owed like a little bit of not necessarily an apology, but more of like a a moment, I guess, of just honesty and connection and saying like, hey, I did express that I was going through stuff on this podcast. I did change the cover art. It did take a lot of work to get to where we've kind of been for the past little bit in this podcast. And so, you know, I hope that you guys can see that and understand that, you know, it hasn't just been, oh, the creative process has been hard. Like this is a podcast about moods and about mental health and about lifestyle and about the ups and the downs and everything in between. And so it definitely has been something that's a little bit harder to juggle with my sobriety. However, it's been the most rewarding for sure. I feel like I have a new found sense of confidence in the past few weeks because I've embraced my sobriety so much. I feel that now that I can talk about it on my podcast, maybe things will make so much more sense or I can at least just feel better and make better content just knowing that it's out in the open. I am like I'm really proud and I'm really excited to share that with you guys because obviously this podcast is called Mood. I mean, can you imagine all of the different moods that I've had to go through to get to this place and then how my moods still change because I'm going through recovery? I mean, that's crazy. And I said in my video, like, just because I'm saying I'm sober doesn't mean the only thing I'm going to talk about now is being sober. Like, that's insane. Yes, it's a huge part of my life and it's a big, big priority in my life is focusing on my recovery and the work and staying sober. However, I'm not just one thing. Like no one is just one thing. So I don't want you guys to think of like, oh, I'm not going to be able to relate to the podcast anymore because maybe it's going to turn into a sobriety thing. Like, I mean, okay, hello? No. I mean, I've been pretty capable of never talking about being sober while I have been for the past six months. So you have nothing to worry about. But I think it would be nice to like just share more about that with you guys because obviously being sober and being in recovery are two very different things I think it's the same way of like not drinking and being sober are very different things like you can choose not to drink but you have to like hit your bottom and choose to recover to like be sober and like go through the steps of recovery so either way no matter if like sometimes drinking doesn't make you feel good or if you're curious about what it would be like to maybe like not drink as much or just like have more health and wellness in your life, hopefully there can still be like tips and tricks and nice conversations that we have with that stuff. Because I will say that not only has this affected me so much mentally, it's obviously affected my physical health so much. This is what it comes down to. It comes down to the fact that my sobriety has affected my mental health while dealing with anxiety, depression, my emotional health while just trying to stay positive and balance all the normal moods of being a human being and my physical health whether it be stomach issues skin issues weight loss pain issues inflammation issues all that stuff so when I talk about maybe not drinking or other things that you can do you have to remember that like alcohol affects so many different parts of your life and it's not necessarily that I'm ever encouraging people to stop drinking because I would never do that I mean I loved drinking when I was drinking it just had incredible negative effects on my life therefore I have a much better life without it. And now I'm at the place where I don't miss it anymore, which I think is really great. If you would have asked me three months ago, I would have been so jealous of people that could drink and not have a problem. And now I'm at the place where I'm like, you know what? My 
issue is someone else's gain because hopefully I can help someone else. And now I have this beautiful and positive life that's just beginning. So it's never that I'm pushing my sobriety on anyone. I think it's more so like there is so much more to life than alcohol and taking care of our bodies. And I think that anyone can relate to it on some level. And I think for me, I used alcohol as a coping mechanism for my fear and my anxiety. We all use different things, whether you struggle with food issues or you're a workaholic or you're addicted to sugar or caffeine. Like there's so many things that we use as coping mechanisms to deal with like fear and not wanting to deal with trauma and discomfort, anything like that. So it really relates to so many different parts of life. My sobriety journey, however, has been cutting alcohol out from my life and it has been the best thing I've ever done. I never thought that I was capable of getting sober. I've never been capable of even doing dry January or a cleanse or anything like that. So the fact that I have six months of sobriety under my belt is just absolutely wild to me. I think a really cool thing that has come along with my sobriety is a renewed sense of faith. I have always been a super faith-based person. I was raised in a very faith-based environment and I think I lost my faith a little bit or not really lost it in like a super, super dark way. More so just like didn't take the time to prioritize it or strengthen it and have always kind of wanted to strengthen my relationship with my faith in God and everything like that because it is something that is important to me and this has allowed me to kind of like reconnect to that and to just other healthier habits and stuff. So if you listen to this podcast because you love like getting mood boosters and hearing the current mood topics and just all the stuff that comes along with this podcast, I think that now that this is out in the open and I can freely talk about my sobriety, I think it's going to be a really great thing for all of us. I feel like I'm extra motivated to make even better content now that I can be 100% my true and authentic self. And I kept saying I want to like grow into this next chapter of my life, but I just feel like it was never possible until I got this off my chest. And so this finally feels like an opportunity for me to actually grow and evolve and continue this next chapter of my life on social media, podcast, YouTube, everything like that, while showing that like I am not the 16-year-old girl that started a YouTube channel years ago and moved to LA and was drinking and partying and having fun and all that stuff. Like this is, you know, this is who I am in real life and I'd love to share that with people and hopefully people still like it and want to follow along and want to, you know, watch the growth and see the change and get all the tips, tricks, etc. I honestly wasn't expecting the positive feedback that I got and I'm not saying that in a way of like I didn't expect it at all. Like of course I was hoping for it and I really thought that like I'd get some good feedback, but I guess I didn't realize like the type of positive feedback I would get and how much it really did begin to impact people's lives or how many other people were sober or just the way people viewed the video. I saw a lot of people commenting that they saw the relief in me like physically at the end of the video versus the beginning and I think I said in the video like oh I know being sober is not cool and so uh, there are so many comments being like it is fucking cool because like you're sober just like people just hyping me the fuck up and like it was something that I never knew I needed and I just think and I've been trying to describe this to people I think it's really fucking cool that like people I've never met in my life are now such an important part of my recovery. Like people might have commented on that video just like wanting to leave a nice comment and they don't realize that that actually impacted like my actual health. Like that actually impacted my journey in sobriety. Like 
it's not just like validation from strangers. It was like genuine positive affirmations that had a huge vital impact on my life. Like I was feeling so, so lost for the past few months of just what I wanted to do with my life and with content and with my career. And I feel like this has really just reinvigorated me and really given me a sense of self and sense of purpose in what I do in my work. I'm just honestly like it really is my best mood of the week because this has been something that I've struggled with for a really long time. And then finally, once I was feeling better, I just really, really wanted to share it with everyone. And so it's not to sound repetitive and to just use this podcast as like a megaphone to back off what I said last week. But I don't know. I don't know what the crossover is like. I don't know if some people listen to my podcast, some people don't watch my videos. I don't know what it is. I feel like the podcast definitely has been something that has been a lot harder to figure out during sobriety because it's something that was new, whereas I've been YouTubing for so long. So that was like such easy muscle memory for me to kind of get done while I was working on all of this stuff. I've just had to make a lot of changes like in my personal life and I think it started creeping into work and then I got into a really really negative headspace and a really really depressed headspace and this has allowed me to find joy again in what I do and it's really thanks to everyone's support because it was just that extra bonus. It was like, not only do I get to get it off my chest, but then to receive so much positivity back, it was like really, really meaningful to me. And so I'm just feeling really, really grateful. And I'm feeling really just kind of confident and empowered. I think those are things that we should embrace and we should not like diminish. And I think it's okay to like have a good week and to like feel good things and to want to ride the wave and to keep going and keep growing. And I think it shows how much honesty is important. I think it shows how if you're honest with yourself and then you're honest with others, it really creates a much, much more beautiful and positive and joyful life. I know that might be vague or you might be thinking I'm saying like, oh, you have to publicly share everything. Like that's not it. I'm just saying like when you're honest with yourself and then you're able to confide in other people or just like talk about it out loud, like it's such a healing process. Like even the other week when I was facing all these negative thoughts in my head and feeling super depressed when I finally talked to Cameron about it which I think I told you guys about it was such a release and it was that honesty with myself and then with someone else and so with this this has been a long long process of being honest with myself and then it's been a long process of being honest with other people and then finally I got to the place where I could be honest on my platform and it has created truly a joyful environment in a beautiful space that I now feel like I cherish and that I'm excited about and that I can just like finally breathe and not have to worry so much or have this weight or chip on my shoulder. Quick break to talk to you guys about Article. You guys know I'm absolutely obsessed with Article. My home is my comfort zone and your home is your comfort zone. If you're craving a new look, Article is here to make your sanctuary a reality. With plush sofas, cozy lounge chairs, and dining tables, the whole family can gather around. Article's selection of furniture makes it easy to create a space you'll feel at home in. When it's time for a change, your home is the perfect place to start. Do I not always say that, you guys? 
article makes it easy to create a space that's a reflection of you and keep your eyes peeled and your Instagram open for inspiration featuring articles latest collections. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Their prices are super fair. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. So there's no showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups, and they have fast and affordable shipping available across the US, Canada, and is free on orders over $999. You guys know I'm absolutely obsessed with Article. We have the love seat downstairs that is amazing, and I have three of their iconic chairs downstairs as well. I'm always telling people to go shop at Article. And so I'm so glad that they are a sponsor on this podcast because Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash mood and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Back to the podcast. I just can't thank you guys enough for letting me express not only my moods and what I want to discuss every single week with different people I bring on, just the whole podcast in general as an outlet. But I do want to thank you guys for allowing me to heal and be open and honest about it at the time that I saw fit to support me when I was ready and hopefully to continue supporting me because I feel really lucky that I have this accountability and this positive space or that I was able to turn to and it really was such a rewarding experience this weekend. It really impacted my life so much more than I could have imagined. It's not just reading the comments. It was like people in my life that maybe I don't talk to all the time seeing that video and reaching out to me and getting messages from you guys and having conversations with friends and family over the weekend after that video was posted. It was really, really meaningful. And so I hope it encouraged you to maybe be honest, maybe live your best life, maybe whatever it is, like literally whatever it is, we all have issues and being able to recognize them, address them and try to make them better is so crucial, powerful and important. And I think a lot of people struggle behind the scenes and they don't necessarily talk about it. A lot of people have trauma, have addiction, have mental health issues, have body image issues, just the list goes on. And so I think that real true strength is admitting the issues at hand that you want to work on and make better. It doesn't make you weak to have these issues. It actually makes you so much stronger because you've recognized them and you're addressing them. And it just, I feel that it's helping me live a life that I've always dreamed of. Like I'm not as afraid of the future anymore because I feel like, well, I've done this and this is really setting me up for success. And it's not to say that just addressing your issues is simple or is a cure-all. It's not. Life always requires so much work and energy. But at least this is something that was detrimental that now I have under control in a sense and I'm in recovery. I work on my recovery every single day. It takes up a really big part of my life actually. And so it just feels nice nice that it's not like a hidden thing, um, which it was for a very long time. And so it feels nice to not have to live like that anymore and especially to be able to share it with you guys and hopefully have it enrich your lives in some capacity as well. So thank you guys for giving me this platform. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for watching the video. If you did, if you messaged me, however you took it, I truly, truly thank you. It's just, it's been a lot to process. I'm not going to lie. I don't have it all figured out yet. I'm not really sure what people want to know, what people don't want to know, what questions you guys have. Maybe you don't have questions. It. I'm pretty much an open book at this point. And if there's something I don't want to answer, I probably just won't answer it. But 
I don't know. I feel like if you guys want to hear more or know more, I'm kind of open to it at this point just because hopefully it does help someone else. So let me know what you guys think on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'll be responding to DMs for the next few days because I have a lot to get through and I'm excited. I'm going to have some awesome guests coming on in the next upcoming weeks but don't forget to always send me what your current mood is and current topic I decided I'm going to be doing the hashtag my mood section once a month because sometimes a lot of the uh, emails are all really similar it tends to be a lot of relationship advice so if you guys want to give me a little bit more crazy stories or just more unique stories whatever you guys are thinking Email mood with Lauren Elizabeth at gmail.com with your mood and what you need advice about. It could be short and sweet. It could be a little more unique, but it always goes to show that at least we're all in the same boat, right? So I'm going to be doing the hashtag my mood segment once a month so that we can keep it pretty cohesive and try to get give good advice so don't forget to email subscribe give the podcast a five-star review make sure you support my sponsors because I love them and I cherish them and supporting them is a direct correlation of supporting this podcast I will talk to you guys next week thank you times a million and don't forget to boost your mood bye